I'm Review Cultist. I'm Mikey, the East End Revival. And I'm the Gamer in Yellow. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta, and be critically silly doing it. And tonight we have, for the Jeffuary episode, Nina the Killer Rewrite by Doros70. So, uh, yeah, we're back again for uh, another round of Jeffuary. Uh, and Thanks. <laughs> you hate it? <laughs> It's my favorite time of year, quote <laughs> Well, at least we get it done early in the year. Yeah. It's done and over with. We only have to suffer like through like anywhere between two to four episodes, depending on how uh depending on like how much I want to torture you guys with. However, the this this uh Fearfic wiki does have quite a fair amount of, of, of uh Jeff the Killer stories. So No it doesn't. <laughs> These are the last ones on the entire website we've done. All uh-huh. the yeah, uh-huh, sure. I'm glad you agree with me. It's on recording now. I'm being facetious. facetious. <laughs> it's fine. Anyways, yes. Um. So, yeah, Nina the Killer. Uh, This rewrite is by Doro70. As when I went to Google, like, the 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 Arnina the rewrite, uh, or Arnina the Killer rewrite, um, uh, that were like just so I had it up for my on my browser. Um, Google gave me a lot more <laughs> by different authors. Why didn't so, you just click on the link that was there? I I listen, gamer. <laughs> it's right there. <laughs> I don't always go to the link. <laughs> but you had to have gotten these words somewhere. I have a list. I have site. a. I have an entire Google. No, no, no. I, I eventually just typed in fearfic.fandom to get to the, the website. Okay. But I have an entire Google Doc devoted to like our queue of stuff that gives us all of our like links for creepypastas in the, on the various websites they're on. Okay. <laughs> and that's an entire Google document. I can't be bothered to open that up. <clears throat> Again, oh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're stalling. <laughs> I am. You're right. But you're doing it the hard way. It's fair. Um, so yeah, uh, we're doing Nina the Killer, the Doros 70 rewrite. Uh, it's on fearfic.fandom.com slash wiki slash another creepypasta wiki, I think, <laughs> or some other creepypasta wiki, I think is what they, uh, uh, is what the fearfic uh, uh, addresses. Yeah, yet another creepypasta wiki slash wiki. Jesus Christ. Um, Why are you reading this? So when you go to the actual fear when you go to the homepage of the Fearfic Wiki, um, the uh, the oh. the uh, the browser uh, address comes up uh, fearfic.fandom.com that uh, slash wiki slash yet another creepypasta wiki underscore wiki. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Uh, in there, you'll find like a bunch of Jeffuary um, uh, stories, including this this rewrite of Nina the Killer. Uh, and just for anybody on the go note who hasn't listened to the last episode, um, Nina the Killer was originally written by Allegotic 12, uh, or sorry, Allegotic Twevel, not Allegotic no, 12. No, it's 12. They spelt it wrong in this one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. Getting my grammar in there early. <laughs> nice. Awesome. Um, 
and um, this is just a rewrite of the pre- uh, from that previous story. So, uh, without further ado, let's 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 get to brass tacks and see what we uh, gave this initial recommendation. Um, I- I'm going to recommend it conditionally. <laughs> I'm not going to recommend it. I am going to recommend it. Although I hate that I just said that. And that's I know. <laughs> <laughs> you know you like some of it. <laughs> I hate the world. Some of the stories are acceptable. Yeah. So it's like, overall, I would rather most other things in life. Yeah. What is best in life? Most things that aren't Jeff the Killer. Yeah. Um, but on the scale of Jeff the Killer stuff, like it's good in comparison to the rest of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, let's let's find out why we we gave those recommendations, starting with the rundown. So, this story is from Nina herself and goes into the situation of how she st- she eventually became a killer. Uh, she moved to America with her mom Monica and her younger brother Chris from Venezuela. Her mom met a man named Joel, who became Nina's stepdad, and he was kind of a strict dick to Nina and Chris. Uh, life got a bit worse for Nina after that, while with bullying from Claudia and her goons from the original origin story of Nina, um, her teachers and parents not doing anything about that. And despite Nina getting good grades, no one likes her at school. Eventually, Nina learns of the stories of Jeff the Killer and becomes infatuated, even attracted to the killer teen, who has uh, who was just like her being bullied and getting his vengeance on them and the world with no repercussions. Nina goes full on fangirl, drawing Jeff, writing her own fanfic and poems of him and dreaming about becoming a killer with him. He even lives supposedly, according to her, a few towns over. Nina decides to change her look and we get her and I do in quotes, iconic Tumblr OC killer outfit described in the story. Uh, But then disaster strikes. Uh, Dressed in her new look at school, the bullies go in at full force and and even discover her obsession with her prince, Jeff the Killer, via the art and plushie in her backpack. They rip up all the artwork and tear apart the plushie, and leave her in the schoolyard to mope as the bell rings for next period. But Nina just wanders off into town, though feeling like she's someone's watching over her while she does this. Eventually, she gets home and finds that her parents are in her room and are removing all of the fan art of Jeff on the walls and putting it in the garbage, revealing her undone homework and failed tests. She lashes out at her parents, but they severely scold her, and she is left crying in her empty room, and that's when Chris, her younger brother, comes in to check on her. Pissed off that he just barged in, she scares him off and realizes that she she can still become the killer that she yearns to be. Finding the knife that she was going to use to carve the killer smile on her face that was hidden away in uh, in her room. That night, she kills her stepdad, her mom, and even Chris, then carves up her cheeks and goes and kills Claudia. Uh, She then blacks out as Claudia's parents come to investigate the screams and such, but wakes up in Claudia's kitchen 
with the parents dead and Jeff himself there. He takes Nina and kisses her, and they go on a crazy killing spree through town, living happily ever after. So this is all a fan fiction from Nina uh, that was posted online to various creepypasta sites before getting taken down when she went and killed her family, but didn't succeed in killing Claudia before being caught and institutionalized. She has never been in contact with Jeff the Killer, though sits in her padded cell waiting for her prince to arrive. Finn, I think that was a pretty uh, succinct summary of the story. <laughs> I'd say so. Excellent. Um, well, we shall move on to... Everyone tolerates the Grand Inquisitions? At this point, um, I've got a few. I'm going to uh, start with this one here. Before I knew it, he became my stepfather. I was pretty cautious about him at first, but then I saw what kind of person he really was. He had an unbelievably short temper. He was extremely strict and would harshly punish me and Chris when we did something he didn't like or didn't do our chores. So I feel like it should actually read like this. Um, I was pretty cautious about him at first. And that proved to be prudent, as I soon saw what kind of person he really was. Okay, look. Yeah. I, I can level with you. Yes, <laughs> but there ain't no 11-year-old girl using the word prudent. I guess she's quote-unquote smart, but she actually isn't. Maybe, and that proved to be correct? Or good, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that proved to be right, yeah. I guess that could also be right, yeah. She ain't using no prudent. <laughs> like right, that's my big problem here. yeah i know i love how that's yeah that's your big problem the yeah way i just corrected it was yeah. i was uh man named joel blah, blah blah before i knew it became my stepfather I was pretty cautious of him at first blah, blah blah but the way i i did it was um i was pretty cautious about him at first but then when i saw what kind of person he really was like emphasis on the really that yeah. also brings out that this is a negative statement, which the way it's laid out doesn't really sound like it's negative. I th yeah, and I think it's actually the but at the at the end of the, at the at that after yeah. that comma that first comma. Because it sounds yeah. like, but then I saw what kind of person I was, and you, he was just she was just talking about how she was cautious of him originally. Yeah, but which sounds like it's because the first part of the statement was neg negative, and then you're saying but it sounded like the rest of it is positive, which it's not. Or yes. another correction would be: I was pretty cautious about him at first, and good thing I was because as soon because soon I saw saw what kind of person he was. Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, because like yeah, that yeah, it's that negative, and then suddenly a pot. Like you you expect the positive, but then it kind of just confirms her caution. So it's like, yeah. Uh, yeah. There's also something about the way that it was written that sounded weird to me. Yeah, um, he's extremely strict and would harshly punish me and Chris when he did something. When we did something he didn't like or didn't do our chores. I, I kind of feel like it would sound better if it was the other way around. Because it almost sounds like... It, it sounds weird backwards. Yeah, I, I think I understand better, what you're saying. Harshly punished me if we didn't do our chores. Um, yeah. Or did something he didn't like. Yeah. Yeah, I, I understand that. Because like, I, when I was reading it aloud there, it, it almost sounded like... Or when... When he doesn't do their chores, yeah, that, that's how it kind of sounded. I was having yeah. a hard time getting that across, but yes, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I get you. 
yeah, that that could definitely be improved. So. And I think your correction actually works really well with it. Like just just swap the two spots. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, but I'll move on to the next thing I have. Uh, the pain was so instant and sharp, but to me, it was a euphoric pain that I never experienced in my life. I feel like it should be. Um, it was a euphoric pain that I had that I had never experienced in my life. Because like, it, it just felt like there's something missing at the end of that sentence. It was like it was euphoric pain that I never experienced in my life. I was like, I don't know. This yeah, I have never. Yeah, it just needs something. It felt like it needs something extra. But. All, okay, there should be probably some sort of a caveat to all the grammar stuff. Actually, <laughs> I know there isn't. You're right. You're actually I, right. I, I, I'm going to bring that up. To, I'm going to bring that up at the end of my notes. Uh, the grammar position, actually. So, okay, never mind yeah. then. So moving on, uh, I have this one here. Um, I felt how my heart was about to burst. I think it should be. I felt like my heart was about to burst. <laughs> Because it's just yeah. like she's like her heart's fluttering because like Jeff's right there and then <laughs> she's just like <laughs> immediately like, just like uh dead. Yeah, when it's like it's like it's not actually gonna burst. Yeah, it's yeah, it's the <laughs> metaphor for like how like your heart like how you feel butterflies in your stomach or um or like yeah, it's it's the kind of it's the it's being um uh I guess allegorical or like using 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 uh like descriptors that aren't literal anyway moving on to the next my final thing actually here uh so this is the very end of the story we get this those accounts have been deleted after the murders but the story has been intensely proofread since the original version lacked paragraphs and was full of misspellings and grammar errors the changes were made to spare your eyes and the and dignity from Nina's horrible illiteracy. Wow, I, I love how the story kind of brings up its own grammar inquisition. Yeah. <laughs> or at least it's self-aware about the foibles of writing various fanfics and creepypastas. <laughs> Specifically writing ones that are written by an 11-year-old girl. Yeah. Or by, like, yeah, preteens or teens and stuff like that. Yeah, where they're not necessarily going to be well written yeah because they're not necessarily um you know they're, they're kids still but yeah exactly like they're, they're, they're still learning the ropes of like writing or like they're or they're not writing this stuff to really like expect to be like crit- critiqued by and some of that or at least in terms of the the genre right so yeah and you can get past that by having the the writer be like gifted for their age and all that but that can also only get you so far yeah but yeah the fact that it actually says like this has been proofread and <laughs> and fixed and so that it's like i mean they missed a couple of things but like otherwise it was pretty well done yeah but yeah that's the that's the end of my grammar inquisition so uh mikey these stands for evil all right um this is technically dialogue but uh it's spelled the wrong way the <laughs> actually if this was severely proofread actually so <laughs> yeah you're actually right on this one this time mikey <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, no, you're right, you're right. <laughs> the protagonist of your stupid animu you like so much. Okay, Actually, look. No, wrong. no, that's wrong. You're you're uh, Okay, well, hang on. Let, let, we we're attacking him before he's even like done his his, his bit. So No, he's what, not allowed what, to defend himself. <laughs> what 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 is wrong with that sentence to you? It it, it should be anime. 
should be. Yes, it should be, but the bully doesn't know what anime is. It's that whole thing of like when you don't know what anime is, you you say it wrong. Like what is that? Japanimation or like like that uh like that or like that anima. <laughs> yeah, the ma- yeah, that that the manja. <laughs> yeah, it's it's that kind of thing where it's like the person is like they're ignorant to it, so they don't know how it's actually pronounced or what it even exactly. is. So they're exactly. saying it wrong. Yeah. Because she's just a dumb bully. So th- in this case, it is in 100% the way the character talks. It actually gives the character like character because you yeah. know that they're sort of ignorant to at least this. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. The, the, the problem <laughs> like is the, the, the kid probably knows about animation. So to call it animu sounds weird. Yeah, but ma- she's she's also a bully that's like making yeah she's also making fun of the of the person who loves anime. So she'll she's probably doing it also on purpose. Hmm. It was Malcolm. Yeah, clearly. Yeah, might as well all be the same character. Let's be real. Yeah, yeah. Malcolm and Yoni do not have a personality other than they are they are Claudia's goons. They're there. Yeah, yeah, they are present. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of like just getting into notes. I was kind of hoping they would have more character in this one compared to the previous one, but they kind of didn't. No, yeah, mm-hmm. that's fine. All right, and then I have a conjunction junction. Okay, and next stop, conjunction junction. Doot, doot. But the worst bullies of them all were an older girl named Claudia. A middle school senior named Malcolm and another boy named Yoni. But that day, I aimlessly surfed around the internet and found an urban legend called Jeff the Killer. It was a legend about a bullied teenager who gets his revenge on his tormentors by becoming a ruthless serial killer and becomes free to do whatever he wants without any consequences. And believe me, you don't want me to hear you say otherwise. It was just a hobby at first, but it soon turned into a habit. It's not like my teachers would notice. But then those three cunts, Claudia, Malcolm, and Yoni, had to ruin everything. It felt like it was being kept safe by an angel. It was shockingly close to my house, but that didn't bother me much, because I was trying to think of a way to get my revenge on her. It was the first and last time in my life when my anger faded into fear so fast. It was my brother, Chris. It was at this moment that I decided to become free, too. But that moment was short-lived when I heard the muffled sound of a toilet being flushed. It was perfect. But even that moment was short-lived. And with my whole family dead, there was no one close to me 
who could see myself become. It was such an amazing feeling that I can't even describe. It was perfect. But as soon as the door opened, everything went black, as if I was suddenly unconscious. Finn. Wow, that had a beginning, middle, and end. <laughs> like, yep, everything went black. <laughs> it just faded to black, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, wow. I almost choked up at the uh, section about the toilet being flushed and how it was perfect. It's like, finally, someone's getting rid of the stench. <laughs> <laughs> Should have sent a poet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and for those unaware, Mikey does these uh, string sentences to highlight all the sentences in the story. They start with words that they probably shouldn't, like it's ends or buts, because there's always better words to use. Indeed. Uh, all right. Well, um, gamer, you're you're next, I believe. I am, because there's no one else after me. No. <laughs> okay. So brought this up earlier. Nina the Killer was created by Allegotic Twevel. This is actually Twelve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Misspelled the guy's name or gal's name. I forget. Doesn't matter. But moving on. It's actually pretty uh, far in. My stepdad was snoring loudly like a bear, and I tried to deal with him without making any noise. I made my way next to my dad. Personally, uh, sorry, personally, I don't think she should call him dad because, like, she hates him. And considering yeah. all the events that follow this, she has no reason to be kind about it anymore. Um, like, maybe she was forced to call him dad when he was alive, but, like, in writing, post mortem, post insanity, I feel like she would just say stepdad or George. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I think Joel would probably be the bigger one. Yeah, yeah. Like maybe she's also just kind of stuck in like the mental state she was in then, and like she's always called him dad, so he's dad. It doesn't matter. Like I'm, I'm thinking about this as a non-insane, as a rational person. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that one is take or leave it. You can see benefits one side or the other, but yeah. That actually might tie into something I have in my actual thoughts about like her state of mind and such that cool. is presented here. No, I don't want to uh, now because I don't have any. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to jump. Well, I mean, I'll, we can just jump into actual thoughts and then we'll we'll get there. But yeah, I don't want to jump okay. into that right away. Um, okay. But so that is the end of your grammar position. Yeah, because the other thing we talked about already. Okay. Well, uh, let's yeah, let's dive into actual thoughts then. With that, um, so I'm going to start with this one here. We'll get to the the part that's connected to your previous thing. Um, when I turned 12, I discovered something that forever changed my lifestyle. Normally, I would watch anime, listen to music like J-pop, play video games, or just play air guitar in my free time. But that day, I aimlessly surfed around the internet and found an urban legend called Jeff the Killer. It was a legend about a bullied teenager who gets his revenge on his tormentors by becoming a ruthless serial killer and becomes free to do whatever he wants without any consequences. In my opinion, he's better than Freddy Krueger, Ghostface, Michael Myers, Jason Voorhees, and Leatherface combined. And believe me, you don't want me to hear you say otherwise. Well, Nina the Killer, believe me, back in the day... Had we discussed this creepypasta, Dr. Leviathan would have been fuming at this. <laughs> I, remember, I remember that was one of the big things, like one of the things that we'd, ha- we'd have conversations about with Jeff the Killer with, with Leviathan. It was just like, 
how some people online like on in comments and stuff like equate him to like jason Voorhees or jeff or freddy krueger and it was just like and he was just so angry at that i mean it's not a comparison like, no you, you, you can't do that yeah uh but in, in all seriousness here um this bit here also kind of summarizes the state of mind of those who popularized jeff the killer in the early days like this this little like the, this paragraph here like encapsulates the appeal of the killer uh of, of this killer character to teens and preteens and tweens and such like who may have been like like they may have like they were they were being bullied and read what they saw as being like a power fantasy online um or like that kind of like the the vigilante like fantasy kind of stuff that um that kids that's uh, the certain teens get attracted to i'll just buy a batman comic yeah exactly yeah <laughs> or the or go read the crow <laughs> um and and as we we get to the end of the story we see we also see how this is in fact a horror story and not simply a fanfic for jeff the killer like there's actual commentary here to read like between the lines and stuff of like that. Like once you get to the end, once you reach the end, it's like, Oh, there's a commentary here. Like it's, it's actually like, it's not just like frivolous teen fan fiction of an OC character. There's actually like a meaning to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, for uh, 90% of the story, it is exactly just for 90%. Yeah. But that's yeah. the point. Yeah. <laughs> that was the point of that 90%. <laughs> Uh, was to show us that yeah because like i there's gonna be support so I'm, i'll continue on with my notes and such um uh gonna continue with this thing here uh speaking of like the oc sort of like killer character uh and how teens uh teens of that era uh when jeff the killer was like first coming or like like when jeff the killer stories were first kind of like starting to blossom and such um this we get this part here I started by dyeing my hair black with like ebony and making my face pale as snow with foundation. Then I carefully chose my wardrobe so I could wear the same clothes until the near future. I chose my favorite fuchsia hoodie, a black miniskirt, red and black thigh high socks, fingerless gloves, and purple Converse shoes. I tied my ha- <clears throat> I tied my long hair into a high ponytail with a crimson bow and gave my hair a single magenta streak. I even made my own choker with Jeff's name on it. Wow. This is a fully fleshed. We actually like get a fully fleshed out description of yep. Nina. Uh, and it matches the look in the art that, uh, that we have both in this, in the story, which is like, well, in this story, it's a photo of a, of somebody cosplaying as Nina, mm. but it also 100% matches uh, Nina the Killer fan art that we see on if you Google image uh, Nina the Killer. Yeah. Mind you, since this is a rewrite, it's very possible that th- um, that this description is based off of that artwork. Um, but still, um, it's good to throw into the story so that we actually have like a full, like fleshed out look for Nina the Killer. Um, I don't actually recall in the OG story that there was much of a description for Nina or her outfit aside from like her makeup. It was literally just the, uh, the hoodie. And like, she got the smile later on. She stitched her eyelids open is the difference between the two. Yeah. That, that was the difference. Yeah. Um, and again, like this, this image, like 
when I when I read this image, I was like, yeah, no, this is 100% like a Tumblr OC killer character. <laughs> like it matches the like the it matches the period like the time period of like when Jeff, the killer stories were getting really popular by the teens and the tweens and such. Um, but uh, I'll move on to the next thing I have here. It's a bit of a doozy in terms of uh, quotes, but I wanted to get it all down for this, uh, for my comments and such. I decided to go home and go back to my room and think about what I should do. But when I opened the door to my room, my eyes widened at what I saw. My mom and stepdad were ripping the posters of my prints off my walls and stuffing them into bags for recyclable garbage. My desk, which would normally be full of Jeff-related stuff, was almost empty, except for all the unfinished homework and failed tests that I had or that I hid in the drawers. Mom, Dad, what do you think you're doing? I screamed. Whatever, whatever this is, your whole Jeff the Killer obsession thing, that stops today. My stepdad said firmly. Yeah, yeah, hang on. on, I'll I'll redo that. Whatever this, your whole, whatever this is, your whole Jeff the Killer obsession thing, that stops today. My stepdad said firmly without bothering to look at me. My mother decided to explain their motive. Nina, listen, your obsession is affecting your results at school. I just got off the phone with your uh, with <clears throat> I just got off the phone with a few of your teachers. They told me that not only have you failed every test for the past month, but you've also been doodling in class instead of paying attention and you don't do your homework. They even said that you didn't show to show up at school today. This has to stop. We're doing this for your own good, Nina, my stepdad told me. I knew that wasn't true. So, aside from the stepdad's physical abuse and punishment shortly after this uh, this bit, um, after Nina like lashes out at them um, with uh, like verbally with uh, uh, and and then gets like basically bitch slapped by by uh, by her stepdad or backhanded by her stepdad. Um, the rest of this makes me kind of really side with the parents. <laughs> yeah. And, and to that end, I like how the story gives us the consequences of how Nina has been acting at home and in school. Uh, even if it is the result, like even if her, her actions and her, like her, how she's been acting and stuff that has been the result of being abused and by bullies, um, like compared to the original story, um, I feel like maybe like the like in the original story that like there was no comp there's no um there were no repercussions or like nobody was doing anything about Nina's like what Nina was doing. Yeah. Or about how Nina was acting or even how like people were 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 affecting her and Chris and stuff like that. Adults like, were barely present in the previous Yeah, story. it was derp like, the, the previous story was in Derpland. <laughs> A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and in this story, like the teachers should probably have intervened with the bullying stuff, but perhaps that's less Derpland and more just like Nina's point of view on the situation than anything. Like how when you're older, when you were uh, like when you were like when you were younger it seemed like the world was against you and like nobody cared about what you were doing when that wasn't always the case. Like it was just like how you viewed the world. Um, like I, I, I kind of like, 
I step back to my own like memories of my of my past and like think about it. And like I remember like as a kid, I there were times when I felt like the world was like like there people weren't like paying attention to me or like when things were going wrong and some of that. And I think about it now, it's like, well, I mean, like there's probably a reason for that. Like it probably wasn't actually like they weren't it was probably wasn't maliciously intently like like that kind of bad stuff. It was probably just like they weren't seeing it or like the, or it just wasn't like, maybe it wasn't even as big a deal as I thought it was. Mm. Um, yeah, kids tend to blow things in proportion. I, I even legitimately have that in my, my, my notes next is like, like kids like to exaggerate situations. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I, I would, I would definitely like blow up like stories that, when I, that I would tell like my parents and stuff of like that to make it seem like things were, were worse than they were actually were. Mm-hmm. Um, and, this story shows at the end that that was a clear possibility with Nina's headspace. Like when we get like the, the note, the, the, the little like sort of after um, like post-mortem um, note about like the, what was actually going on and the, the, the everything that you just read was just through Nina's eyes basically. Um, and yeah, so we, we also get here and and just after the catalyst for, for Nina going over the deep end and becoming the killer. Uh, like, we actually see that progression through the story rather than just saying that she had a darkness or a rage in her like Jeff the Killer did. Uh, or like, I think the OG one, like, she was just like, there was something wrong with her in, or like there was something infecting her and stuff like that. No, she was getting pushed and pulled by external forces in her life on and with her own sense of teen angst and helplessness, which eventually culminated into latching on to this urban legend killer who she felt a connection with because they shared a similar background. Like it's all, it all develops in the actual story rather than just saying that like there was a darkness in her. (laughs) Yeah. Like it wasn't that it wasn't always there and that like she'd suppressed it. No, no, it had actually been like it had, kind of festered in there from like all the other things that have been happening around her and like how her life had been, uh, been dealing with and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really enjoyed that part of the story where it's like, yeah, we're actually getting consequences to this character's actions. And honestly, like the parents, like how they act is aside from, from the dad, from, from, from Joel fucking like backhanding her, uh, his, his stepdaughter. Um, that aside, I think that was a little too extreme. <laughs> but yeah, everything obviously. but everything else like i think it's it's sort of like yeah. i know like if if your parent if you walked into your uh like your daughter's room like your teen daughter's room or preteen daughter's room and found all these like posters of a, of like a serial killer <laughs> that's definitely 100 percent red flags <laughs> yeah that you bit. need to address <laughs> like right now <laughs> right right meow <laughs> yeah like um, she has Honestly, a better backstory than most Jeffs. Right? Yeah. Like this and again, like you also understand why like she we get a much more like in-depth reason as to why she familiarizes and connects with Jeff the Killer stories. Like this right her Nina's the killer story is 100% to me anyway why Jeff the Killer was appealing to a lot of teens and preteens like who are writing these OC killer characters. <laughs> Or like why that kind of stuff was, or why why it's kind of inferred a lot of the time with Jeff the Killer stories, and like why it's popular is because it like certain teens that are like that are dealing with a lot of shit at home or in school and stuff like that, they read the Jeff the Killer story and they can kind of relate to it. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, like that. Th- this story like fucking actually gives us that fuck does actually the homework or actually does the wor- does the work for that. <laughs> so, um, but I'll, I'll continue on with the next thing I have here. Uh, this one's a little less uh, analysis uh, or like serious analysis. She screamed louder with each hole I cut into her body, and I silenced her by piercing her skull. I'm not gonna say, and this is this is when Claudia is being killed. <laughs> Uh, in the story um i'm not gonna say that it's impossible but it's pretty damn hard to pierce a skull um i mean the a skull is pretty hard <laughs> so uh maybe oh, if the girl, girl as well yeah yeah Child, maybe but she's hopped up on adrenaline also, this is technically a fan fiction, so yes, I can technically use next. it's the way the writer of the fan fiction writes. <laughs> that writer being Nina. Yeah. Uh yeah, being the per- so being the OC character. Yeah. Like elaborate or not elaborated on. Um flourished. Yeah. And um like indulged, basically. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, also like just like I think maybe like from from a writer's point, from a from a writing critique, maybe if like the uh, the knife had gone like through the through like the eye socket or something like that, that might have been a little bit more believable <laughs> on the on the skull. No, part. I'm fine with saying that it went through the skull. It didn't actually do that because we know at the end it didn't. She that's didn't true. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know that's 100 percent true. Yeah. Because all um, of it is just what she's writing to make herself seem cool. Yeah because she's writing an OC killer character fanfic then and then goes on and actually kills her parents and almost kills Claudia but then gets apprehended so mm-hmm. uh but I'll move on to the next thing I have here this is where it got a little like ugh <laughs> to me uh like so like this is like this is, luckily it was right near the end uh right before the uh, the curtain got um pushed back or like the the the, the behind the scenes got revealed so before I knew it, we kissed. I couldn't believe it. I kissed Jeff the fucking killer. Yes! My dream finally became reality. I can already see how bright our future's going to be. I can't wait for what, for what will happen next. There is nothing in this whole world that could spoil this for me. And then immediately, right after that, we get note. What you just read was a fan fiction written by Nina Sophia Hopkins. Her story was published on her accounts on various websites such as DeviantArt, Wattpad, Archive of Our Own, Creepasta Wiki, and fanfiction.net. And then we also get a little, after a little bit more of that, we get this. Claudia is currently in the hospital while Nina is being held in a psychiatric ward where she seems to wait every day for her prince to rescue her so yeah this whole thing cringe and all especially right at the very end uh was a story written by nina herself before she went on to kill her family in real oh i do in quotes in real life because that's also fake uh and and claudia and almost killed claudia before being apprehended and institutionalized and right there, therein lies what I think is good about this retelling of Nina the Killer. We get the twist ending here that everything we just read through the, was through the eyes of someone who was deeply troubled and killed and hurt some people 
but was ultimately caught and put away again within the world of the fiction. And I'm usually annoyed at this sort of like ending where like it's revealed at the end of the horror movie that like everything that you've experienced was actually through the eyes of a site of a, of somebody who's in a psychiatric care home or something, or in like a, an asylum of some kind. Mm-hmm. But honestly, this is the way to play this situation without repeating the same teen edge Lord fantasy BS that Jeff, the killer invokes by commentating on those themes and, and giving us sort of like, like, yeah, this is, this is like, all you just read is one of those creep, uh, those, uh, those Jeff, the killer creepypasta OC teen, like fantasy fiction kind of things. This is actually what would, what actually happened after they wrote, they wrote the story and like that was going on. So like it, it kind of invokes the creepy, like ho- real life horror of like this kind of, th- of what, what everybody dreads about, like when people read like fanfics like this, I was like, Oh God, is this person going to become like this person? Yeah. or this thing like it's it's playing off of the same of, of the kind of like fear of, of that some people have of like when they read somebody's like is that is this person okay like <laughs> why are they like so into this jeff the killer person <laughs> but that's the point like it's supposed to be a social commentary on like uh, it, it's sort of like adding some social commentary to the to the creepypasta and the horror story and like using uh and commentating on those on the themes that kind of surround and the aspects that kind of surround jeff the killer oc killer um affiliated writings so mm-hmm. um so i was 100 down for that like one, once i got to the end i was like oh my god this is actually really good because <laughs> <laughs> it actually has a meaning it has a st- has a point to what we just read <laughs> Yeah, me too. Yeah, I basically had the same sort of feeling because, like, I was reading and I was like, oh man, I mean, it's like, okay, I get it. It's all right, I guess. And then the twist happens. And I'm like, oh, right. yeah, it's cool. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's really, yeah, like, this is, it was a smart, it was a smart take for a Jeff the Killer, like, fan fiction mm-hmm. uh, to me. And when it started doing the note, I was half expecting it to be like, what you read was a fan fiction re. Uh, written by Nina Sophia Hopkins. Period. And that's it. As yeah, in, but like, no. <laughs> that also would have been a cool ending, saying like that character in the Jeff the Killer world just yeah. wrote a fanfic about her doing this and posted yeah. it, which would and- also be like a a little bit of a twist ending, but not as much of a twist as what we got, and not nearly as cool as what we got. Yeah, like you know this. I feel. I think like coming off of the the original Nina the Killer story, where like we got that kind of investigator bit at the very beginning. Oh, yeah, who the fuck and then that never did figure that out. Did we? <laughs> investigator, yeah, investigator. Okay. Um, but like, yeah, we got that one pair. Like exactly, we got that one paragraph at the beginning, and then the rest of the story was just Nina the Killer's uh like lowdown. But then that never came back again. <laughs> nope. Um, whereas this one kind of takes a similar angle and it's at left but it's put at the at the end of the story and it makes it m- so much better because yeah. <laughs> it actually explores the it, it it's it's like it's analyzed it, it's self-aware of what it's do, of what it's uh of the story it's trying to tell but it's also like analyzing those like some of the aspects of it because in the first one we were just basically confused the entire time be like okay, who's <laughs> investigating this why isn't he showing up again meanwhile yeah one we're just going along normally, like, okay, like she's writing it, it's first person, okay, cool. And then all of a sudden the twist at the end. So like it works so much better that way because 
yeah. we're not confused the entire time. <laughs> yeah, we we actually get we don't get blue balls. <laughs> like it doesn't no. like just like it doesn't just like like it just it doesn't just walk away after like the after uh, after presenting what we has and then like we're left with like we're left unfulfilled. Like it actually gives us a conclusion at the very end. Yes. Like a con- a conclusive like interesting narrative that's uh for us to, to for us to ponder and and talk about laughter <laughs> so yeah i'm yeah this one blew the other one out of the water i'm no no disrespect to 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 the uh to um to the original uh author of of nina the killer mm. and and the original nina the killer story but this one just blew, this rewrite blew that one out of the water yeah it basically fixed any of the like issues that i personally had with the the previous one yeah, I I honestly, while reading it, I kind of had I, I kind of felt like that was going to be the case for both of us. <laughs> but uh, well, that's that's how yeah. So the second sorry. one would have been here, so yeah. No, again, valid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no disrespect to the the original story or its creator. It's just like sometimes the rewrites are like they have the they have the benefit of 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 uh, hindsight. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and they draw inspiration and like again, like there's there's something about like another party coming in and looking at something and then either making it worse or making it so much better because it's that's another on a, on a weekly basis. It's what Mikey does on a regular basis. Yeah, that's true. Um, like it's, it's, it's that, that's why I like having like, like having our group be like, just like three different opinions. Cause we're, we're most likely, uh, or more often than not, we are very different opinions on the things we were, we're reading for these yeah. for the show. So it's it's if you just need sometimes you just need a fresh set of eyes to give you some some new ideas on the material that you presented. So, mm-hmm. more but uh, the idea behind the material is always interesting. It's just whether or not it's executed in a way that can like justify how cool the idea is. Yeah, but uh, I guess uh, <laughs> Mikey, <laughs> you're you're up here. <laughs> All right. <sighs> Speaking of someone, so, or speaking of someone who constantly changes things and uh, or improves or wrecks a story based off their uh, their suggestions, <laughs> please do. All right. Well, unlike you two, I didn't <laughs> like the ending. <laughs> really? <laughs> Why? Um. Well, the issue is that it says like that, that this story was written by Nina, so. Yeah. That means that she wrote it before she went to the mental institution. Yeah. And why would you write near the end after you've quote unquote killed Claudia that uh, you suddenly went unconscious? Hmm. And then suddenly woke up and then Claudia's parents were dead and then Jeff was there like Oh yeah, at that point is like I, I, so again. This is, is yeah, because it's all written as a story through her eyes. Why didn't she write Jeff the Killer doing a combat role through the window and like throwing a knife into the the dad and like doing like a wall run off of the wall and jumping on the mother? Is that why what you're saying? Compared to just well, the yeah, and I, I mean the the way I've read it and the way the ending cuts in it's like well does that mean that everything sort of happened until the point where she became unconscious and then everything after that is just her own delusions like or like like i'm trying to figure out how 
like why you would premeditate murder of everyone and then suddenly partway through your murdering you make yourself go unconscious so i i do actually have a possible explanation for that so we know through the story that nina is a huge like diehard fan of of jeff the killer stories and has read a ton of them online what, and this the, that she wrote her own fan fictions and stuff like that. Hence why, and the story the story itself is a fan fiction that she read she wrote before going and killing her parents and going after Claudia. I think perhaps this could be extru- the, the the whole blackout situation and then like Jeff popping up and them living happily ever after as killers could have been tied to the fact that like she's emulating what she's read in various other creep pastas of OC killers and Jeff the Killer stories and such. Because that does happen a lot in in Jeff the Killer stories or in, in, in creep bosses in general, like the character blacks out and wakes up with a popsicle stick in the mouth, but also Jeff the Killer right there. <laughs> like it's that kind of like fan like how it, it it's it's definitely it's a it's a narrative device that like she probably would have known about uh from like from reading all the, the Jeff the Killer stories that she supposedly read. Another way yeah, to look at but... it too is it's possible that she just kind of burned herself out because like she's been hopped up on at this point, she's been hopped up on adrenaline from killing, smothering her dad, stabbing her mother 500 times, killing the brother, running over to Claudia's house, attacking Claudia. Like your body would be like, you know what? No, I'm done. (laughs) Also um, cutting into your cheeks to make the, uh, the smile. Yeah. Like she's also like hopped up on 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 adrenaline and maybe some blood, blood loss. <laughs> <laughs> there are actual yeah. reasons why the body may have just shut down at that point. Yeah, but the 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 thing that gets me though is that this all has to be written down before she gets carted away to the mental institution. Yes. Yeah. So she wrote down so the story it, what she's going to. So do. yeah. So it's the premeditated murder. But why would you make it so that you black out? Be- if you're planning on killing everyone there, then why not have you killing everyone there? Because she wants Jeff in her story doing killing. And she's emulating but- some aspects of other stories where like the character blacks out and wakes up and Jeff's there kind of thing. She's making <clears throat> Jeff to seem like some super powered entity that just shows up in Rex's house. Yeah, like that's why she like fantasizes about him because of how powerful and how good of a killer he is. Like, it's possible Jeff jumped in through the window, knocked her out to keep her safe, because like maybe the parent came in with a fucking shotgun for all we know, um, yeah. and then he just wrecked it. Yeah, well, it it is weird though. I agree. Yeah, yeah, uh, uh, that whole bit ruined it for me so wow i mean that's <laughs> right that's right <laughs> all right uh, do, 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 next actual thought i have a couple quotes here i don't know why i was the one getting bullied but a part of me told me that they were just jealous because i was the only one getting straight a's which my response is, yes, nerds do get picked on yeah. and bullied. <laughs> yeah. But then later, uh, the quote here, my desk, which would normally be full of 
Jeff related stuff was almost empty except for all the unfinished homework and failed tests that I hid in the drawers. So <laughs> that reveals that she's not getting straight A's, she's getting straight F's, and she's the dunce in the class and <laughs> potentially here's the, Here, here's the thing. <laughs> She was getting straight A's throughout the year, but all that that un, that undone homework and failed tests were, uh, as her mom points out, was from the last month. So in the last month, she had a sudden descent or uh, down into like failing okay. and stuff like that because no. what? Okay, yes and no. Yes, <laughs> in Nina's eyes, in Nina's story, yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. Yes. But in the note after the fact, the note basically says she was not a good student ever. Yes, you're right. Yes. All, yeah. She was always it, bad at school. I was going off of the what we are given in the story up to that point. Uh, but yes, you're also right. Um, like that's the other thing. Like she's all she's delusional. Like she's she's or she's uh, she's blowing up her own story to make herself look better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So the. So we're both right, Mikey. <laughs> yeah. She is the dunce, but in her own <laughs> but in her own fantasy, she was getting straight A's until about a month uh, before the the end of the story, where, um, where she started uh, becoming obsessive with Jeff the Killer and started failing classes and stuff like that because she just started uh, drawing all the doodling uh, Jeff the Killer and all that stuff. She basically had to write herself a a whole bunch of good reasons to justify what she's about to do in real life yeah. and she's basically living mm -hmm. in her own head canon of what's instead of what life actually is she's living in her own head canon to justify that she's gonna murder people yeah meanwhile in real life life's not that bad she doesn't need to do that but she's kind of lost it yeah she's she's given into like she probably was being picked on or something like that by claudia and again being uh being a 12 11 or 12 year old kid like you get like you can go to some dark places when you're being bullied and stuff of that, mm. and like you can get like those where you're feeling those places of being helpless. So yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Anyway, mm. so so my next actual thought here, I have a quote. Then the backpack was ripped in half, and my heart sank when I saw how all my drawings of my prints and my handmade plush fell to the ground. Which my reaction is, why would you take the plush to school? Is it to show your friends? Oh, wait, you don't have any. Like, what about your drawings? Are they to show your friends? Again, you don't have any. Like, <laughs> wow. Okay. Why is she taking all this stuff to school when she would just make more at school and she wouldn't need to take them, like the drawings anyway, like, or the plush even? Is it an emotional support plush? Like, yes, I think that's actually it is. <laughs> that's exactly, Mikey. That this is exactly what the situation that, is. She's obsessed with this character, and she's using it as a safety blanket. And even taking, like, even having it in her backpack makes her feel better. It gives her the gives her the confidence. That's how obsession works. <laughs> she doesn't need to find paper, pencil, and a table to calm herself. She can just open her backpack and look at a picture or hug the plushie. Like, exactly. Yeah. But if she's drawing pictures all the time, how hard is it for to draw a new one? It's not you... like the oh. these uh, schools have lack of paper. No, <laughs> but you have no idea, like how, uh, like, like when you draw a certain uh, some when you draw some art that's like really good, like that's really good to you. 
you don't want to just make a new piece. You, you don't just like, oh, I can just always make a new piece of art. No, you hold on to that piece of art. It be, yeah, like, it's it's the obsession thing <laughs> kicking in with this. Yeah, and I mean, well, it would make more sense to have an art book. If she had an art book, I would let this pass um, because she could draw more and she would still have the ones that were there counter to that i hated sketchbooks as a kid <laughs> uh, not until not until recently i i stopped to use i not only until recently did i actually have sketch uh, i actually start drawing in, in in sketchbooks i when i was a kid i liked loose paper usually like uh, and the only way i'd keep it together was sometimes with a clipboard or something like that or like some kind of or or like i'd maybe even staple them like like staple a corner but that's about it looks the art i used to do was just on lined paper yeah, in a binder. Yeah, at least that's in a binder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I hate that I'm like I hate that I'm trying to defend this with like my own experience because like now it makes me realize like how much how much I can kind of relate to the to the tortured uh, person that Nina was in terms of like artists. Yeah, all artists are tortured individuals. Yeah, and I mean again like I was bullied and some of that, but yeah. <laughs> Everyone is at some point. Mm. Unless you're the bully. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then, well, and then, well, even then, odds well, are sometimes, yeah, bully was bullied when they were younger. And that's why or they're, they're being mistreated at home, kind of thing. Like, because that's a lot, a lot of the time, bullies, uh, like the bullying stuff starts at home. Uh, some in in some cases, yeah. Um, like it's usually like because they have a bad uh like home it's life apparent. kind of thing, or they're or they're or like the other alternative is they're um they're they get they get everything they want. They're spoiled and so on, so they feel entitled and superior to other people. So. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's unfortunately too many reasons that bullies exist. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Yes. All right. And now for some uh, critically silliness. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> and believe me, you don't want me to hear you say otherwise. Otherwise. Damn you, Mikey! <laughs> <laughs> Mikey gets like a knock on the door and like opens it up. We just hear like somebody like stabbing him five hundred times. <laughs> Some manic girls like ah. <laughs> it's like the story warned him. <laughs> yep. She apparently developed teleportation technology. Well, she well because she's well yeah, was it because she's uh, she's learning from Jeff the Killer who like has teleportation powers. <laughs> yeah, I mean you're right. Mm-hmm. Wait, does that make Jeff the Killer a ninja? Kind of. Don't don't you dare! <laughs> don't you the, I'm still <laughs> I'm still waiting for fan art of Gamer the Killer audience. No, don't don't do that. <laughs> Send it to aldentiorigamortis at gmail dot com. <laughs> no, don't send it, Michael. <laughs> That's where what? Send... <laughs> I, you honestly cut off. I don't know if you oh, like... said, no send it to your recycle bin. That's where it belongs. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> don't be Claudia a gamer, like ripping up somebody's uh, artwork and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Well, what I'm saying is don't draw. In the room, so that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Just suppress it. Okay, fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if somebody wants to make a you uh, wants to make an OC with your character? <laughs> no, <laughs> I know, I know. I do not give consent. 
<laughs> just because I like a couple of the killer stories and I'm like, I'm starting to get it, that doesn't mean that it's I'm okay with it. <laughs> just because I'm starting to get it doesn't mean I'm okay with it. Yeah. yeah I love that line. <laughs> Cut to next year where I'm like, oh, I fucking love Jeff Uary. Hell yeah, bro. <laughs> just like you're like so hyped. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's into my actual thoughts. Okay, uh, gamer. So my first note, um, my life was better all the way through elementary school. In the first two years of middle school, I had no friends to hang out with. When I turned twelve, I discovered something that forever changed my lifestyle. Okay, so I should—I don't remember if I looked into this more in the previous story, and if I did, I edit this whole thing out because I don't fully remember how much we touched on this, but. In this one, I decided to look deeper into the education system layout um, because I remember we were having a hard time understanding whether these were high schoolers uh, or whether Claudia was high schoolers going to a public school to beat up on the kids and stuff. Yes. Like, from we, we could, my own we, experience. We, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I see. Yeah, we, we didn't have a problem with like Nina and some of that, but we had a problem with, uh, with Claudia and her, her lackeys because they had a car (laughs) and the, and the oldest you can have is a car is like 17 or 16, maybe. And like, yeah, the, the, yeah, sorry, the youngest. Yeah. Um, and, um, ring illegally, which some people do regardless. Yes. Um, from my own experience, I never actually heard the term middle school for me. It was public school for grade one to eight and then high school for grades nine to 12. And they're all, it's also referred to as primary and secondary school, respectively, and then post-secondary after that. That's mm-hmm. how I heard about the education system all the way growing up. And I've heard the term middle school, but I've never like looked into it. So I just assumed, oh, okay, that's just primary school. That's what that's no. referring to. But it's yeah. not. Nope. It's elementary school is grade one to five. Yep. And then middle school is five or sorry, six to eight, and then high school is nine to twelve. Exactly. I hate that layout. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah, it's I, I don't get why middle school has to be a thing. Why is it just all elementary school? Because elementary, middle school, it's the same building. Uh, here's I think here's the reason. Um, student population in certain locations. So like in some locations where the, the population for students is pretty low, you just get elementary school or, or not elementary, just public school and then high school mm-hmm. in where I lived growing up in down Toronto. The population is very high, obviously, with student population and stuff like that. So we, I had a, I, I went to elementary school, then I ended up in, in middle school, and then high school. So when you said you went to middle school, you went to a different building. Yes. Yeah. Okay. We went to. Yeah. There was a. It basically, it was a sec. It, it was basically pre high school. Like it, it was effectively a high school in all all accounts, except it was for the middle school classes of six, seven, and eight. Okay. So I'm basically a country bumpkin. <laughs> i did i did find it interesting when i when i when i moved up here like up north mm-hmm. um i did end up in a public school or in a in a public school where like it was kindergarten to, to grade eight and i was like whoa yeah. <laughs> i was like huh but then again like, like the pot but again like the student population was a lot lower or like low yes. density here so yes. yeah and in the previous story that's why i was so confused because yeah I I've only known of primary and secondary school and that's it. Um, And because of that, I didn't bother to look it up. So I just assumed that the first story got it wrong 
instead of actually looking it up proper. And then when I started reading this one, it's talking about the same sort of thing, saying like when I turned 12 and it's still talking about like middle, referring to middle school. Yeah. I wanted to confirm what is what. So now I understand. Yeah. So that's great. And actually the previous story is actually a little better now because I understand. <laughs> and I'm not wow. <laughs> You're, are you reading? Yeah, I was gonna say, are you completely changing your opinion of the, of the previous story? Hell no! <laughs> Hell no, bro. I'm really not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but no. at least the um, the school aspect it makes more sense because yeah. um, they could actually be in the same building. Like just elementary and middle school, they're not necessarily separate buildings. I don't think. No, like, they could still be in the same building, which would um explain more why claudia would be able to pick on on nina so easily because they're in the same school yeah instead of two like instead of an elementary school and middle school actually like sharing a backyard or whatever not backyard sharing well a, again like yeah like you know my I mean. like my situation like growing up at school like with middle school and high school and stuff like that or like the elementary school and the middle school um also it's i think it's uh, like i know up here again when i moved up and um went to the uh, the primary school before going to high school um i did notice that like a lot of the uh, the the school also had a a larger number of port of, of portables to accommodate and again that, that's the whole like the fact of like their the population size or population density of the students they need to accommodate for that in like the uh, up here so they added more po- uh, portables on, up on the field yeah yeah mm-hmm. but either way I understand more. I'm less yes. stupid now, thanks to this. No, you're less ignorant. Like you're 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 le- you're more yeah. aware of like yeah, like it's fine. Like again, like that's something. Again, it's it's part of our like our views and opinions or like our our experiences and and views uh, color how we we read stories because like if we're not if you're not familiar with a certain thing and you don't realize the thing, you're you're going to that's again that's going to paint how you view a story or like or like how you view the setting of a story because like. It's like wait how wait what the hell is this middle school thing? Yeah, I've never dealt with that. And like again, I always just assumed middle school just meant mm. primary school, yeah. so I never bothered to look it up. But now yeah. I had a reason to look it up. Yeah, that and and that's another point. Like when you're reading a creepypasta, not for a show, but like just like reading it on your spare time, you may not always like have the the gumption to like look up. It's like is middle school a thing? Like what? Yeah. Like you're doing it for the show and like some people might do it like when they're reading creepypastas, but like most of the time people are just reading it for the set for the sake of enjoyment and or lack of enjoyment if they don't get it because they're and they don't want to like look it up kind of thing. Yeah, honestly, so. the whole process of reading a, a creepypasta and making notes on it, it seems like it would be so different compared to just reading creepypasta. Yeah. Yeah. Like I feel but like I appreciate them yeah. more because I'm taking time to think about everything I'm reading and well, that's, yeah. writing down my thoughts on it. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like we're being more critical because we that's part of our our whole thing is like we we're we're reading the stories and recommending them if uh or not recommending them to somebody who may not want to do all the research or just want to yeah. listen to us <laughs> or or just want to like, oh, is this? Sto- uh, I've heard this story is really good. Maybe I should check out some other views about it first. Kind of, it's like a movie review or a book review, kind of thing. Yep, pretty much. Yeah. But yeah, I'll move on. Okay. So then we get to the part where she uh, kills her parents. <laughs> yep. 
Then I stabbed her again, and again, and again, and again. I think I lost count around 500. When I was done, I took a few steps back and observed my work. It was perfect, but even that moment was short-lived. I heard a sound from behind, and I turned around to see what it was. I saw Chris standing in the doorway with a terrified expression on his face. So, I did some quick math. <laughs> that would take her like a solid two and a half minutes, roughly, to do 500 stabs, and that's if she was going absolutely fucking ham. And, with and now I'm just now I'm just imagining gamer in yellow, just like air stabbing like 500 times. And with I a did timer. not do that 500 <laughs> times. And I your dad it. just walking by and seeing you just like doing that motion is like, uh I did it. <laughs> 10 times to a stopwatch and then did math. Oh, nice. <laughs> I like my my seat better. Yes, it is way better. <laughs> of just your dad like walking by the doors like see like stopping and then just like backing up. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Probably also because that <laughs> Well, also because that motion does have some innuendo to it. <laughs> Not when I'm holding a knife. <laughs> oh yeah, you. I meant like if you're air, if you're like air, uh, air stabbing, like you're just like, you don't it have a knife in your like, hand, you're just like holding it. <laughs> only if uh, if it's like the Michael Myers like downward stab. If you're doing forward ones, then it's okay. Fun. Yeah, that 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 changes things. Yeah, I'm I'm picturing the uh, the Michael Myers like art like uh, like stab down. Grip, yeah. yeah, yeah. Regardless, um, yeah. <laughs> what, yeah. And this also <laughs> means that Chris was standing in the door. For yep. probably at least a solid minute, considering he would have had to gather up the gumption to investigate the screams in the first place, and then yeah. he basically got stun locked at the site. Yeah, he he was a deer in the headlights. It's like, ah, uh, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I do wonder though if okay, this whole thing is story written by Nina, so yeah. it's flowered up and all that. So she probably didn't do five hundred. No, it was and probably like she did. Yeah. She probably yeah. did 10. She's like, <laughs> yeah. I think that was about 500. <sighs> Why did I say that I had to do 500? <laughs> I have to make my work match my, my, or my, uh, my. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I I'm, yeah, she's reading a creep Yeah, she's reading a fanfic creep I'm predicting, yeah, I'm predicting that like, her her parents like and and her family's deaths like deaths were a lot messier and a lot uglier than what she's portraying in her in her fanfic. Five hundred stabs would be messy. No, no, no. I mean, like, but I mean, like, in terms of like how she's flowering it all up. Where oh, I feel yeah. like it's it like it's a lot uglier in terms of like it didn't how she smoothly. No, it probably was a lot like more de- detrimental to her. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, I'll move on from there. Then we get to the Claudia fight and kills her and all that, and then blacks out as she goes to kill the parents, wakes up, sees the dead bodies of the parents, and Jeff sitting on the table. Uh, mm-hmm. I kind of got the feeling right away that she basically went full nuts and her body went on autopilot during the killing of the parents. And of Claudia's parents? Yes, of Claudia's yeah. parents. I, I yeah. guess I have mm-hmm. to. No, I just I, I just wanted to clarify. Yeah, I yes, just wanted to clarify. because there are multiple parent murders. Um, yeah. And then when she basically got out of that insanity, she's like still like kind of freaking out and her mind is gone at this point. And she's just imagining Jeff sitting there. Like he's not actually there. And even the further killings around town are just her own delusions of what's happening. 
Oh, yeah. She's skipping around the streets with her hand out like she's holding someone, but there's no one there. Well, she didn't kill. She didn't kill the parents or Claudia. Like, oh, I know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I'm saying at when this started happening before I read the footnote. Yeah. I was like, I wonder if she's actually going around town murdering people with an actual Jeff who is totally real or if she's going around town actually killing people with totally Jeff. He's totally real and totally here. Yeah, it's it's, <laughs> it's uh again, I hate to I hate to bring up uh, uh Twilight for this, but it's it's like how e- the Phantom of Edward in in New Moon uh is just like appearing where whenever um Bella is like endangering herself. He just shows up it's like Bella, stop. No, Bella, don't stop. do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically yeah. But but in this case it's it's a it's a phantom like that of of Jeff. It's like, "Yes, Nina, kill, kill. <laughs> Make them go to sleep." <laughs> but yeah um yeah uh i i 100 agree because like that's exactly how i was kind of i i also kind of was wondering if that was what was going to be the case because we had mentioned that in the previous nina story yep but yeah it also so, did give like a little bit of uh cyberpunk 2077 vibes oh with uh, uh just yeah. showing up just having our yeah having this sort of like imaginary friend in your head yeah. and like in your in your periphery mm-hmm. yeah fair yeah that's uh that's about it for my notes cool all right uh well i suppose we'll move on to final thoughts so um yeah i will recommend this story conditionally <laughs> in that if i were to recommend some jeff the killer stories to someone i would probably recommend this one because it's sort of a smart commentary take on on a Jeff the Killer OC killer fanfic. Um, and I think there's merit in that, honestly, because like we we I think we even talked about it last episode where like we don't we don't encourage people to like get like like connect with Jeff the Killer and want to kill people because like oh, it's just like Jeff the Killer, like he's free to kill people like with no repercussions, no, like because he was bullied. It's like, yeah, no, that, that you need to go seek help if that's what you're starting to think. Like, like if you're being bullied and stuff like that, or if you're being abused and stuff, don't, like, like do not, <laughs> it, it's fine if you're like finding some kind of solace in writing st- in stories and stuff like that and like getting some catharsis in writing stories, but like also seek help. <laughs> um, Like there are people who out there that, that can help you <laughs> and that, that kind of stuff. But like in terms of like the, sort of greater jeff the killer mythos of oc killers that is out there already (laughs) this is a really cool take and commentary on that whole fandom to me because it's not to hijack you temporarily but i'm gonna hijack you temporarily what's cool about this too is i feel like it could also stand on its own because it does a good enough job explaining what jeff the killer is in this story you could just read this not knowing anything about jeff the killer and be done yeah yeah, honestly, like that would have be... to read the original one and be like, yeah, well, oh, I mean, shit, why? <laughs> yeah, or at, least, at the very least, read like some of the remakes or the rewrites that some yeah. people have done. It's like that gives it actually like better plot points. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah exactly. Like, new, like, sorry, I'll let you finish at some point, I swear. Um, I... <laughs> All right, they're Kanye. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I kind of want to go back and look at all the ones that I liked and like read them back to back and see if it's actually enjoyable that way. Just the good ones. <laughs> yeah. 
That'd be interesting. Yeah. You'd have to find you'd have to find them again, like figure out which yeah, ones man. you did like. That's which crazy. I mean, you could listen to the episode and like see where you like, or go to like the end and find like uh, where you recommended them and not. And yeah, well, I mean, I have all my notes still saved. That's true. Yeah. But yes, please continue. I'm done. Okay. <laughs> Are you sure, Kanye? <laughs> I'm. Uh... <laughs> Just leave it at that. <laughs> okay. Um. So yeah, it's it's much better. Like the story, like the reason again, one of the reasons I'm I'm uh, recommending this story, uh, even conditionally, uh, it's much better in its depth than the original story. No, and that's no disrespect to the story or its creator. Um, as it gives us commentary uh, on the situation and even on the fandom of Jeff the Killer, rather than just leaning into that weird, grim, dark edge lord tween fantasy aspect of it like of like oh you're being bullied so i'm going to or i'm being bullied so i'm going to snap and become a killer and get revenge on all the people who who hurt me it's like it's that's first off it's been done to death <laughs> um but secondly like the fact that this one does does that uses that and makes a commentary of it is just so cool i like it mm-hmm. So that's why I'm I'm going to uh, recommend it. And I was honestly pleasantly surprised because I was not sure what we were going to get with a rewrite of Nina the Killer. <laughs> what is the partial in this? Where's the partial? My, my conditionally, my originally, my conditionally was um. It, there's no partial. I recommend the story. Oh, I thought you said. Oh, sorry. Conditionally. Yeah. Yeah. I I, re- I recommend the story conditionally if I were specifically and mostly like it's like specifically if I was going to recommend Jeff the Killer stories to somebody. I would recommend this one because this kind of capsulates the weird fandom around Jeff, the killer and comments on it. So Ooh, I don't understand why it's conditional then. If it's just, you would recommend the Jeff, the killer story to for Jeff. The killer. You know what? You're right. Fuck it. I, I, comp- I, 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 I do recommend this story completely. Like no, okay. no conditionally like check out Nina, the killer rewrite by Doro 70. I hope that's the name. Yeah. By Doro 70. Um, it's, it's a cool like commentary on the fandom of, of Jeff the Killer. So I, I do I do fully recommend. Not that I'm trying to change your recommendation. I would just No, but like you're no you're right. Cause like I, I remember because like when I when I first wrote this down, I was like, I will recommend this conditionally. And then I even like put it as like, I'm gonna partially recommend this on the high end conditionally. It's like, what the fuck am I doing partially? Fuck it. I recommend the story conditionally. <laughs> the condition was just like if I was to recommend like Jeff the Killer stories to someone. Oh, I would, just I would because it's a Jeff the Killer story. <laughs> yeah, well, like if if I, if I was going to if I was going to subject somebody to Jeff the Killer stories, I see. I understand. <laughs> That's where the conditionally okay. was. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, but yeah, no, like you you have kind of turned me around like a bit. Like it's like yeah, I will actually just recommend the story because it's a, a nice commentary on on that fandom. So mm-hmm. now that I've said that like three or four times now over again, <laughs> it's it's fine. It's it's future cultist problem. Yeah. He's not he's not removing any of it. No problem not. <laughs> nope. Uh Mikey, the East Ends for Evil. Your your final verdict. Uh well I I still don't like the ending. Fair. Uh because it, it just still thinking about it, like how she premeditated that she would get to Claudia and that would be her last victim before she quote unquote fell unconscious is I think part of my main issue. Like (laughs) just like wasn't actually her last victim because she didn't kill her. But she did get to her is the thing. So So, 
she wrote a she wrote her fantasy of what she expected things to happen and you yeah, don't like how she did that. She figured <laughs> that she could get the jump on her parents easily enough. And she'll probably get them, but she may or may not get Claudia because she's bigger and she doesn't have home field advantage there. Well no no, she she figured she could get Claudia, but she wasn't sure about her parents, so she fantasized that Jeff would show up and kill the parents for her. Well, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's teen fantasy stuff. Like I understand why you don't like it, but like it's it makes sense. <laughs> makes yeah. sense, sense to some at least. Yeah. Some yeah. That's all. Yeah. It makes sense in the context. I don't know. But yeah. I'll stop I'll stop yeah. uh badgering you over it. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm still not gonna recommend this story. Okay, fair enough. Okay. And gamer. So for me, the the read itself was like okay and going through it i was like simultaneously feeling sorry for her and also rolling my eyes at how literally all the worst things were happening all the time to her Um, and it seemed very real how bad everything was which by the end was exactly the case uh life wasn't that actually that bad for her and she just went nuts uh from her home life being shit and it may have actually not been as shit as she even thought too yeah, exactly. Like again, it's that thing where like um a kid gets like their parents tell them that they can't have a sleepover and they go into their room and just like like without saying anything, like cuss out their parents or like flip them the bird behind the door kind of thing like uh, and like just go have a fit. Like kids do that constantly. Like when they're when they're not when they're not allowed to do something, they go into a fit and say life is unfair and and um and like think the world is cruel, even though like it was, you can't, you couldn't go to a sleep or a sleep party, uh, like a sleepover or anything like that. Or like, Oh no, you didn't do your chores. So you had a, you had, you, you're, you're grounded. Like, and then you, but then because of that, you hate your parents. So it's like, that's, it's juvenile immature, but it's something that kids do because they don't really have a full grasp of the world. Yeah. And like her parents said, nine times out of 10, your parents are, uh, punishing you for your own good like yeah and it i don't know if most kids understand what that even means no they don't they just think oh my parents are assholes because they're assholes no they're trying to teach you exactly. how to make you a better person by doing this now what joel did in terms of like backhanding like uh, nina that wasn't okay to me like i, I think that no. was that's like i i understand the i, I mean I understand the reaction, but that was the wrong action. <laughs> yes. She never have to hit a kid. Yeah. But regardless, um, back to the story at hand. Uh, I, again, I like that the, the story was um, she went nuts. She got her parents, but she didn't actually go around murdering half the town like she was saying. Her story. <laughs> that that, that was ridiculous. Yeah. yeah that was ridiculous and i'm so glad that that was actually like like that was revealed to be like completely fictitious i was like oh thank god that was yes like that whole like last two paragraphs was like so cringe <laughs> to <Yes>. me <laughs> yeah because like i, I was fighting... it almost ruined the story and then it made it and then the story redeemed itself by saying oh yeah all that all this is fictitious and like a fanfic of uh of nina i was like oh it's just it's her. It's her own fantasy that we're what we're reading. Okay. Yeah, I'm glad it only went like weird and like freaking Gonzo at the very end, not the yeah. entire time, because I would have been burned out by the end. Yeah, you would not have liked it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, I was I was finding that the story was again kind of like the previous and every other the killer story we read, kind of glorifying the idea of doing what she did. But that's just a cover in a nutshell, honestly. But at least no good comes from this instance, yes. as it should be. Yes. There's no becoming a supernaturally powered killer who can evade the cops and have a happy life. Nah, her life is ruined now for yep. what she did. And that's what it should be. I wish yep. that there were more stories like this. This is a cautionary tale of of the of what could happen by glorifying a killer like Jeff the Killer or and like what this is like the worst case scenario in the fandom of Jeff the Killer. Pretty much. And that's what I love about it. Like I think that's why we both like it as like this on this angle, right? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. And again, I like that there's repercussions to it because every other Jeff the Killer story, they get away scot free and the cops do nothing about it. Yeah. And they could just live happily ever after. Meanwhile, that is not the case. That's not how things work. <laughs> but all in all, I did like this. I feel like it's strong enough to stand on its own. So like, if someone was interested in what all the hype on Jeff the Killer was, you could give them this. You could give them one of the other Jeff the Killer rewrites that I liked. I don't remember them offhand. Uh, <laughs> but like, there were a couple. Stand on its own because it explains Jeff the the previous Jeff the Killer story enough to get why she's like fantasizing about this um this story and all that that she's following and all that but yeah overall i did like it especially since i did educate myself on the education system Derek. yeah <laughs> you learned that there are other ed- there are other systems in play in the education system <laughs> there's, there's too much knowledge in the world <laughs> okay there i need uh... to learn so many things oh boo-hoo <laughs> Or at their HP, or at their HP Lovecraft, where it's like uh, knowledge is evil, and should, uh, we should just live in a in a in a. <laughs> oh, I'm not saying that. I I was about yeah. to say I really <laughs> like the show because I learned so much. Okay, it sounds like you were complaining about that whole thing. No, but... I'm complaining that I'm generally the idiot. <laughs> no, oh, gamer, no. But I'm, just... I've accepted it. It's no, fine. It's... Oh, okay. <laughs> That's not the take to go with that, but okay. It's part of my backstory. It's fine. <laughs> this is start of the start of the build up. <laughs> yeah, we're just waiting for you to get the villain arc. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that's it. Okay. Well, that has been this week's episode of of uh, for another Jeffuary episode. Um, it's a weird thing though. Uh, we haven't really for Jeffuary story for Jeffuary uh, month. We really haven't covered a jeff story don't don't do this well tune in next episode for an actual jeff the killer story and not simply one that is a spin pasta No. (laughs) but that has been this week's episode if you like what you heard or if you didn't leave us a comment in the comment section below this gets posted uh we're all on x slash twitter um Mikey is at the E stands for evil. The Gamer in Yellow is at the Gamer in Yellow, but without that W at the end, because his name is very long. Yeah. Please send your Gamer the Killer fan art to that Twitter feed. <laughs> Damn you. <laughs> um, I'm at Review Cultist. Uh, I'm also on Blue Sky at Review Cultist, so you can send me stuff there or talk to me there. Uh, if you would like, you could also send that fan art to uh, our email at aldenterigamores at gmail.com. <laughs> really leaning into this fan art. <laughs> 
don't know what you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> Uh, uh, at aldente rigamortis at gmail.com that's a-l-d-e-n-t-e-r-i-g-a-m-o-r-t-i-s at gmail.com where you can also leave us suggestions for other creepypastas scps spooky things you creep it we'll peep it yeah, yeah. again send your fan art to uh aldente rigamortis at gmail.com um <laughs> i really want to see if somebody like sends us a fan art i will be so happy i'll draw it myself <laughs> no it, it, I, I, it needs to be an audience member not us yeah, okay, fine. <laughs> uh if you'd like to help support our show financially you can go to patreon look up al dente rigor mortis and select the back of you'd like to support us at we have two dollar and five dollar tiers with special episodes early access extra content to our Patrons that are helping support the show, thank you immensely. You're helping keep those hosting bills at bay. And as always, we very much appreciate that. And to our listeners and the authors of these stories, thank you immensely. Because without your listenership, it'd be like screaming into the void. And without your authorship, without these stories that you write and create rewrites of other stories and post them online for people to read and enjoy, we really wouldn't have much... Fan art that you draw of Game of the Indeed, we wouldn't have um, we we wouldn't have the show because we have nothing to talk about. So, thank you. Until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. I'm Mikey, the East End Evil, and I'm the Gamer in Yellow. And this has been Al Dente Rigamortis. Sleep well and go to sleep.